it's just today we're we're talking about um, new beginnings. I thought it would be helpful to um, to just uh, have a chance to reflect on on the season that we're in right now. We could reflect on endings, but uh, but I thought endings are pretty familiar in a way, and I think in our prayer time we'll be reflecting a little bit on endings. Um, but but in this time I wanted to reflect on beginnings because there's there's beginnings are not just um, positive things; they're also scary things. And this is our last regular Sunday gathering here for the foreseeable future. And I'm sure we have mixed feelings about this, especially Nicole and Graham. (laughs) So whenever we change some part of our lives, there's always a combination of trepidation and anticipation. I remember um, when Mabel and I decided that we should move to Hong Kong. Our motives were primarily focused on Italia and giving her a chance to experience the Chinese half of her heritage. But we wondered how our business at the time would survive the move as well. That actually turned out not to be important since other factors had more of an impact on the business than our move did. So we didn't have to worry about that so much. And obviously Mabel wasn't worried about the foreignness of Hong Kong and, and I'd actually visited quite a number of times and, and I'd lived in Asia for some years so I wasn't too worried either. But we did wonder how we'd handle the lack of space and pollution. This was our second apartment. So you probably can judge the scale because you probably, if you've been to our house, you'll recognise this so far. Um, this is our second apartment and that's the living room. It's the size of the sofa. The sofa just <laughs> barely fit in it. <coughs> um, and uh, none of us really look forward to, to leaving behind friends or family here. Um, but we could look forward to spending more time with Mabel's family in Hong Kong, her brothers and sisters, uh, sister and sisters-in-law. And I was pretty sure that we'd make new friends. And we did. In the end, however, one of the joys of Hong Kong for all of us turned out not to be Hong Kong at all, but rather where Hong Kong is geographically. We actually found ourselves enjoying summer holiday trips to Europe. You can't do that from Australia because our summer holidays are winter in Europe, but in Hong Kong in the Northern Hemisphere, the holidays correspond and Hong Kong is very convenient to Europe. So... That was an unexpected pleasure of Hong Kong. And that's actually one I'll always treasure. You see, no matter how well prepared we are for changes, there are always surprises. Some are unpleasant, but there are always completely unexpected, pleasant surprises too. And that's what I want to talk about today. Now, I racked my brains for a new beginning in the Bible that wasn't overly religious and finally realised that We actually looked at one last year that fits the bill. Ruth's move to Bethlehem with Naomi. Now, we're all familiar with the story, but here's a a thing called a character map from Logos. Um, 
this uh, shows how the characters in the story sort of relate to one another and even to location a bit. You can see how Elimelech and Naomi and their boys left Bethlehem in Judah and went to Moab and then they all died except for Naomi. But Naomi had these two daughters-in-law, but only Ruth followed her back to Bethlehem. And uh, Ruth's faithful care of Naomi attracted the attention of Naomi's um, kinsman redeemer, Boaz. And eventually Boaz offered to marry Ruth. So you can see that in this story here. And in fact, let's read what this last little bit is showing. The conclusion to Ruth. So Boaz took Ruth into his home and she became his wife. When he slept with her, the Lord enabled her to become pregnant. Remember, she'd been barren with her previous husband um, who died. And she gave birth to a son. Then the women of the town said to Naomi, Praise the Lord who has now provided you a redeemer for your family. May the child be famous in Israel. May he restore your youth and care for you in your old age. For he is the son of your daughter-in-law who loves you and has been better to you than seven sons. Naomi took the baby and cuddled him to her breast and she cared for him as if he were her own. The neighbour women said, Now at last Naomi has a son again. And they named him Obed. He became the father of Jesse and the grandfather of David. In fact, this is the genealogical record of their ancestor Perez. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Aminadab. Aminadab was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz. Boaz was the father of Obed. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of David. What a wonderful surprise it must have been for Naomi and Ruth to end up giving birth to a baby boy. After so many years of misery, barrenness and, and, and death, both women are blessed with a strong defender and the blessing of a child. In our modern Western culture, this idea of being blessed by a child doesn't sound as good as it should because we've forgotten the value of children and family. In fact, I just read somebody in America saying that it's not fair that they should be forced to become a mother. (coughs) Complaining about stuff. So that's, that's our culture today. But back then, children were valued. And so... It has been throughout most of history. So for most people throughout history, there couldn't have been a better surprise than a child born after a long period of barrenness. But it's not just that this child was any child either. It's even better than that. He's the ancestor of the king of Israel, of King David. What a surprise on top of the surprise. And then from our perspective, he's not just the ancestor of King David, he's the ancestor of the saviour of the world, Jesus. 
Which brings us to our own stories of new beginnings. Now, none of us are going to have as, as good a story as Ruth. But that's okay. Jesus has already come. It's hard to be. <laughs> so I shared my own story of a pleasant surprise in the new beginning of moving to Hong Kong. So now's your chance, including the Zoomers, to share your story, your story of a pleasant surprise in a new beginning. So let's hear them. I'm thinking context of moving, but I would think I'll go through a job my life so it doesn't really work. Yeah. It's not just in the context of moving. It could be starting a new job, um, starting a new study, moving to a new church, um, making a new friend. Mm. I guess I got on, we moved, or we came up here to say goodbye to um, everyone up here that we knew, but um, why we were here and got scans, which meant we were staying, um, (laughs) which was not in the plan. (laughs) Um, So um, a new beginning that had a totally different direction but also I wasn't going to church regularly in Sydney and it was something, a decision of coming when we had all that upheaval of change I went, you know let's make this a priority for the kids and started going to Mosaic which I was here to move Mm. So a pleasant surprise Pleasant thing, yes Yeah I got a small one. Yep. When I started the teaching crack, it turned out that I got the school that I used to work next door to, which was a pleasant surprise. And also the fact that the teacher who was my crack teacher, I had taught her daughter as well, so I kind of had a connection there, which was nice. Cool. Come on. Got other stories? I'm prepared to do a story. Yep. Um, it was about how when you have a new beginning, God prepares the way for you. Um, and it's often little surprising ways. Um, when we moved to the Isle of Wight and I didn't know anybody, I was trying to connect with people, I wouldn't have realised that it was entering village cooking like in the village shows, cooking in the show, <laughs> so we connecting with people. And Mum and I were actually talking about it just yesterday. That as a teenager, I used to enter things in the show, and I don't think we knew anybody else who did that. It was a pretty <laughs> obscure thing, but like the best you know, cake. To think years later that would connect me with a lot of people in the village mm. um, really made me smile. That you don't know what God is going to use later down the track. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that, that idea that. Whatever new beginning you have, you're never really stepping onto completely foreign ground. He's always going to have laid a foundation for mm. you to, to make new relationships. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sasha? Yeah. Um, before we moved here, um, when we were living at Rochdale, when I went out on my own, I had a major cash flow problem in the first few months of starting. And so I was actually making bird feeders 
and selling them through nurseries yeah. uh, just to give you some cash because uh, I like feeding birds and I made a bird feeder at home and then I ended up making and selling the nurseries. Little so this was your seed investment. <laughs> well, I like birds. Who would have known that when we moved here, because at that time we had no idea we were moving to Benogan, I got more birds that you can take a stick on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inundated with birds at the moment, which is just awesome. <laughs> so that's a real surprise now. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think for me, um, as many of you know, I recently graduated as a beauty therapist um, last year, and I've worked at a few places um, since. Um, at the moment, yeah, just like, it's a long story, I won't go into too much of it, but um, yeah, the places are working out just, well, they weren't paying me right, just a lot of other things that just wasn't working out, and I'd looked at other um, places, and I was like, I was just like, I wasn't happy, and I'm like, God, I just, and I've been, I was praying about it, and like, just... I don't know what to do, God, and I was feeling like I enjoy beauty therapy, um, and it's something I, you know, probably like to do maybe more on the side, but I just, I was feeling, like, oh my God, this, it's not my passion, like, I love it, but I don't think it's what I want to do, like, full-time. I don't want to be, get to my, you know, 40s, 50s, and still be stuck doing it, so I'm still young, I want to, you know, see what else is there. Um, we'll just maybe work, try something else for now. So, at the moment, I, yeah, I got a job um, working in sales and marketing, for a brand of hotels and service paradise. So I work at the Mantra Hotel and the head office is there in an office and it's very different, but um, I'm enjoying it and it's like something different. Um, I'm not used to sitting down all day. I'm like, man, office you love it, it's so good. <laughs> um, and not only that, another big thing for me at the moment is I'm actually looking at, I've been praying about, oh my God, what do you have for me study-wise and do you want me to go study again? And looking at potentially going to uni next year, and something that's very different for me, something I've just suddenly become very passionate about, is I'm actually looking at being a paramedic. And that's uh-huh. something I've really, yeah. really, I just, like I said to my parents and my family, I was like, you know, of all the jobs, all the things I wanted to do, I've never been so passionate about something in my entire life. I'm not going to uni unless I'm passionate about something. And just, you know, I've been phoning the unis and, you know, checking about the ATARs and all that, and just, it just, it's, I just, it's such a, I don't know, it's like a, those of you who know what a passion, like what, what career you're really passionate about, like to me, you know, it's teaching now. It's just like, I just, it's something new I know, but I just was like, this is what I want to do. I've always wanted to help people and be in that emergency. I, I like, I love that kind of thing. And so, yeah, that's something I'm working towards. Um, we starting actually at the, there's a college in Burley. Um, it's called ABC, APC, sorry, Australian Paramedical College. So that, they do certs and diplomas. So try, starting off in that area, and then if that works out and I can get into uni next year, that's my goal. So yeah, it's a whole different yeah. for that. Yeah. That's wow. like, it's very big for me. But I need something that's more stimulating and more, I, I enjoy that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on the journey with no destination. Yeah, I looked at um, um, psychology, um, midwifery, all those health science, all those kind of things, and they're kind of all in paramedics. They're kind of you work a lot with mental health. You work a lot with you may have to help someone deliver a baby. There's other things that yeah. are all in yeah. that. So, so yeah, you may so even be called to somewhere and you'll have to trim their toenails or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. Use, so <laughs> <you. laughs> use your training. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Cool. Nice. So, 
Zoomers too, if you've got something. Tim, did you have something else? No, I was ready to Zoom. Yeah, Tim C. Stevie. Oh, I've had this in the beginning. Yep. Oh, it's so loud. Uh, probably, I came up here to Honors University for uh, eventually going to, and um, ended up studying in this thing. And uh, the unexpected consequence was that it's a pretty amazing place, and that's an amazing people in the way. So that kind of, I guess, has ended up beyond my wildest dreams, I guess. Um, and another thing was probably when I stopped working for the agency I worked for and started doing all sorts of random things on my own stuff and also teaching and that kind of stuff and it kind of teaching. has ended up with a lot more variety mm-hmm. and then most recently just um, probably trying to be more healthy and one of the unexpected consequences that is doing sport for the first time so I was really trying to yeah. Life changing, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. 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 But I was going to move on because I was a stay at home mom and I had made some plans only to find out that I was pregnant. <laughs> and, um, so she's a blessing that speaks for herself. Yeah. <laughs> Very pleasant surprise. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I guess one of the. Um, <clears throat> One of the uh, things that um, I think that we should always remember, it's, it's easy when we're facing something new, um, whether it's moving to another country, moving to another job, moving to another course of study, having a, a, a baby, um, moving house, uh, <coughs> moving church to another location. Um, it's easy to, to focus on the unknowns and to get really worried and, and concerned. But I think it's so important that we remember that God works all things together for the good of those who love him. And, and we love him. We're called according to his purpose. We have been called by God. And so he's not doing stuff randomly. He's not going to abandon us. Whenever we face the unknown, there's always an infinite known, and that's God who's going to be right there with us. So we can always approach new beginnings with anticipation and joy. And so uh, as as we move next week... I hope that we are all full of anticipation and joy for that. So let's pray. Father, we thank you that you work through us and through our circumstances, even when we don't know what's coming. Help us to trust you as you work in our lives. 
In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.